Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, the podcast where nerds talk about nerdy things. I'm your host, Mr. Nick Barrett, and today I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. Colin Jones. Welcome back to the show, sir. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing good. I've had like seven different names on this podcast, but it, it, it's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Remember when we called you a Shadow Link in the very first episode? That was a, that, that's what you wanted to be called? That was a dark time <laughs> in my life. Uh, <laughs> I was very yeah, lonely at that point, I mean, uh, and that's what I went by. On, on that was your that was your emo goth face. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, just Shadow Link. Was, Came like four years later than it should have. No, it was just there for but it, four years. <laughs> dang. That's rough. Speaking of emo goth kids, um, anime boys, am I right? Um, just kidding. I mean, let's be honest. Like, a good 50-50 split of, you know, anime main characters are either emo or they're just dumb. Or, or both. they're just timbos. Uh, also true. So, uh, yeah, if, if you didn't tell by the title, today we are here to just have a casual chat about anime. Um, volume two, because we're doing it again, and sequels are great, mm-hmm. which, you know, before before we jump into the nerdiest news, which has some sequel news in there that I have controversial opinions about, um, Colin, how has your week been? What have you been doing? What anime have you been watching? You know, uh, just how you been since you've been on the podcast? Well, uh, I've been watching Spy Family. Because that's been coming out recently. Um, been watching a bit of Death Note. Uh, started that recently. And uh, I've also um, been kind of trying to keep up with Shield Hero Season 2. But, but I've been failing on doing that. So, Understandable. I'm... I'm... Most of the anime I'm watching right now, honestly, is the currently airing stuff because it's just easier with how busy of a schedule i have to watch one episode every week than try to like binge an anime because i don't really have Mm -hmm. time to sit down and binge although to be fair i did just finish your lie in april in like the span of three weeks um which i mean 22 episodes in three weeks is not a terrible amount um but yeah i've been watching Obviously, Shield Hero Season 2. I haven't watched the most recent episode as of time of recording, which would be Episode 3. I need to. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm watching that. What else is airing? Spy Family? Fantastic. We'll talk Mm -hmm. about it Mm -hmm. a little bit later. Um, And there's another anime I'm watching called Shikimori is Not Just a Cutie, which is your, you know, that's that's your fill-in romance anime. Every season has one. Mm -hmm. Um, The winter season, it was My Dress Up Darling fantastic anime i talked about it a couple episodes ago um but yeah aside from that i've just been chilling school sucks and it gets busier every day but alas that is the life of a college student am i right Mm-hmm. listen i've oh no been doing a lot been uh read yeah been, i've been reading manga uh been reading the demon slayer manga as well because i'm while I would love to wait until 2023 to see the season animated, uh, I just, I want to read it, so. Yeah, I, I was the same way with My Hero. Um, I didn't want to wait, but I, I also have picked up the 
Demon Slayer manga currently waiting on volume 13 to get here because Amazon is weird with shipping because mm-hmm. it's like volumes 12, 14, and 15 could be there tomorrow, but volume 13, you know, the key thing you need to read before you read 14 and 15 is uh, it'll be there in like a week. Yeah. Um, it'll be there actually, sorry, two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you know, I would just go get it but like the nearest Barnes and Noble is like forty five minutes away, so yeah, I ain't. I, listen, the Demon Slayer manga is good, but I don't know if it's forty five minutes here and there, um, worth it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but also Demon Slayer. <laughs> See, you mentioned that, but I also got Volume Two of the Twilight Princess manga, which I need to read. Um, I have the manga adaptation of Weathering with You that I need to read. Okay, okay. And... I'm I'm gonna gonna stop you right there. You don't just need volume 2 of Twilight Princess, no. You need volume 3 through 10 of Twilight Princess, and then you're good. Well, yes, I agree. I, I do want to have those volumes, but see, manga costs money, which I am currently waiting to get paid (laughs) before I buy any more manga. Um... So, once I get paid, though, I can put in another Amazon order for more manga. Like, I'm going to order 14 and 15 in Demon Slayer, probably 3 and 4 of Twilight Princess. Yeah. And then, once I read those, I'll reevaluate. Because I know you said, are you going to read past the Swordsmith Village arc? Um, I don't know. Uh, I it, it all depends, like, how I'm feeling at the end of it. Um, I think I'll probably eventually read through the whole thing. Um, it just depends on, cause it just depends on maybe when the season's going to come out. Cause there, from, from what I've noticed is we'll, we'll probably talk about it later. Um, but you know, with, with the trailer actually being dropped for the Swordsmith Village arc, I can honestly kind of maybe see that they are ahead of schedule right now. And so, potentially, we could even get it pushed forward from 2023 to maybe the end of this year. So, who knows? I I don't disagree. And obviously, no manga spoilers for the anime onlys because, you yeah, know, yeah. I don't want to ruin it for you. Um, but, yeah, no, I could definitely see that happening. The, the fact that they didn't give us a date at all, like, they didn't even say 2023 mm-hmm. when they put out like the key visuals mm-hmm. at the end of season two um that was just the assumption is like oh you know demon slayer is one of those seasonal anime kind of like my hero where you know it airs for a significant portion of the year and then takes a year off um and then starts up you know the next year like my hero starts again in october like they took from April, or yeah like september october of last year to october of this year and that was kind of the presumption with demon slayers that oh you know they ended in february they'll you know hit the winter 2023 anime season kind of fill in that attack on titan slot Mm -hmm. um because i personally don't think attack on titan is gonna hit well based on how much they have left to adapt maybe hits in the in the january february kind of like it has the last two years Mm -hmm. uh but I don't know. I feel like Mappa is kind of doing Jujutsu Kaisen and Chainsaw Man and mm-hmm. 
Attack on Titan, and they got, like, all this other stuff. So, you know, as much as it would suck, I think Attack on Titan could give to wait till maybe the spring season of next year. Because I know, I think it was confirmed. I'll have to Google it to check, but I think Jujutsu Kaisen is winter 2023. Mm -hmm. Um, Which would put it in the same, which would put it in the same period as... Um, what you call it? Attack on Titan yeah. has been the last two years. So I can see them switching those out. But yeah, Demon Slayer, I could see it coming out December, January, February. Especially if they're only going to, especially if they're going to do what they did with this most recent season where they just do one arc instead yeah. of. You know, like the first season where they're like, all right, 26 episodes, we're doing multiple arcs. Whereas, you know, season two, obviously they readapted the Mugen train, but that was already done. Um, and then they literally just did the Entertainment District arc and then called it a day. So yeah. I think season three could be Swordsmith Village. And I think there's one more arc that's like three or four chapters. So I think they could do Swordsmith Village, that arc, and then call it a day for season three. And they're like, all right, well, whatever comes after that is season four. Potentially. And from from what I've heard, it's, um, you know, this isn't big manga spoilers. It's just the amount of arcs that are left is I think right now we are about halfway through the story. Um, just around there. Uh, so I could see them definitely doing the two smaller arcs, which are the Swordsmith Village arc and the other arc after that, and then leaving the final arc, which is that arc, it, which is bigger from what I've heard. I haven't read it, but that's that's what I've heard is the final arc is a lot bigger than normal. And then we will have yeah. that for season four. And then season three will just be Swordsmith Village and then the next arc. And then we'll be good so i could see it being maybe i don't know 15 episodes 16 episodes maybe maybe pushing it to 18 who knows yeah i'm i'm looking at a list of arcs i'm not gonna like read off the arc names but you have like swordsmith village and then after that there's literally three well it's broken down as two more arcs but the final battle arc is like three arcs Mm mm-hmm so there's really only Swordsman Village and then former. So there's five arcs. So yeah, we're past the halfway point with Demon Slayer, which is crazy mm-hmm. because now here's a bet: what's going to end first, Demon Slayer or Attack on Titan? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like at the rate they're going, Mappa will put out. Which I understand the whole like how overworked some of the Mappa animators mm-hmm. are, and that is terrible. It sucks. No mm-hmm. one should ever be overworked like that in general, like across the board. But I really could see them pumping out, like, I think they have nine chapters of Attack on Titan left. They could do, like, two episodes, and then they're like, all right, we're on break till uh, part four in uh, in 2024. And I'm like, no, Which, you got to finish it. You got to finish it in 2023. He, here's the thing. It, it's not MAPPA is the problem. Um, MAPPA is not necessarily the one to blame for all of this. It is the production company which I can't think of their name right now, but they are the reason that Studio Wit stopped doing Attack on Titan, which is why I kind of get angry when people are trying to blame MAPPA for, you know, making all of these changes to Attack on Titan where it's only, you know, 
airing for certain amounts of time. It's, it's not MAPPA. It is the amount of time they are given by the production company where the production company is only giving them certain amounts of time to work on it. Such as, for Season 4, Part 1, they were only given eight months to do all of that. So That's true. I remember when they announced the transfer from WIT to MAPPA and they didn't change the release date at all. Mm-hmm. Like, it is... Not something you should really blame MAPPA for. It's more something you should blame the production company for because they're the ones who are kind of pulling the strings on that one. Yeah, that makes more sense because I guess it's not it's not MAPPA saying, oh, yeah, it'll be out in 2023. Like, that's mm-hmm. the production company saying, oh, no, it'll be out in 2023 whether it's done or not. Which, you know, I think the the worst part of it is you have Attack on Titan, which is this great anime great story and despite all of the you know cramming and all that they still managed to put out a good product and a good show but then you have stuff like ufotable mm-hmm. with demon slayer like that is the only show that they're working on right now and you know they just pump out insane quality and to make a comparison just just a quick question have you how much of My Hero Season 5 have you seen? None. If any. <laughs> I'm not going to be... Or I'm not, I'm not going to be, like, lying or anything like that. I dropped My Hero after Season 4. <laughs> Dang. I, 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 I don't... I'll be completely real. I don't blame you. It. My Hero is just kind of mid. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you... I think ugh, I think Bones kind of kind of dropped the ball, which they definitely did for season five, um, and and that's the that's the comparison I was gonna make is like Ufotable, the only anime they're working on right now is Demon Slayer, and Studio Bones, they literally I I checked the other day, are only working on My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. That is it. That's the only anime they're working on right now, and just the difference in quality is astounding because you have stuff like the my villain academia arc getting completely essentially shafted and put at the end of the season with little to no effort they cut out a bunch of stuff from the manga um that was supposed to be in there also that they could shift the endeavor agency arc ahead of it so that it would tie into the new movie because of course they have to make a movie because the movies make a ton of money and when I reviewed the third movie, I said it was a good movie, but I don't want them to make any more because it's significantly affecting the quality of the seasonal anime. And, and we're getting to the movie. point in the story. No, they didn't. I thought they did. No, um, they haven't announced another movie yet. Are you, are you um, sure? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'll double check right now, but I have not... Um, I would have seen it on Twitter if they announced a movie four. There's no way. I could have sworn they did. No, not yet. I I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, But I don't think they should. Because we're getting to the point in in the manga where it's like, this is some heavy stuff. And, you know, granted... My Hero seems to be, like, the manga itself seems to be in its last, like, climactic arc mm-hmm. right now. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. 
and you know that which oh, that's so sad for me because i realize it's gonna end one day and i guess i know how the attack on titan fans and the demon slayer fans feel um because and it's almost like we're we're going into a completely different generation like the like the generations of manga slash anime is about to change because within the next two or three years one piece is going to end within the next year the attack on titan anime will be over demon slayer will be over within the next two or three years if they keep going on the schedule they're going on jujitsu kaisen the manga i think is in its it's getting close to wrapping up um so you have like all these big tentpole shows that are essentially wrapping up and it's like well what the heck comes next and of course you know jojo's is still going because of course it's still going good for a rocky honestly hello i was wondering why you didn't respond yeah uh, "Hmm, yeah my connection died you can keep that in if you want dang (laughs) it just cuts to silence just (laughs) Just a long awkward pause i'm like i'm just like my connection died (laughs) Did your recording no, stop? No, my or recording's no? still going. Oh, so it's just Discord. Yeah, no, my no, my entire like Wi-Fi just died for half a second. Dang. I'm checking. Alrighty then. Well. Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move into the news. Yeah, considering we just segment. went on like a wow. 20 minute tangent. Yeah, that was an unintentional 20-minute tangent. Um, <laughs> so, first news, which I'd, I'd love to get your uh, reaction, or not reaction, but, like, your take on this, because announced this week, Netflix lost 200,000 subscribers mm-hmm. last year, and they're on track to lose another 2 million this year, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. That's a lot of subscribers for one platform to use. And their response to that was, okay, we're going to add a cheaper plan with ads, and we're going to renew shows like Big Mouth, which are, you know, not super great, and we're going to cancel all these high-quality shows that people want. Um, And, and this one is the crazy one, they're getting rid of most of their animation department, Mm -hmm. which... Seems like it should not be the first thing on the chopping block. Uh, but, you know, Netflix is Netflix. What do you what do you think about that? Um, I'll be I'll be real here. That's a terrible financial decision. Uh, you know, me being, uh, you know, the great businessman that I am. Not at all. Uh, but even from that perspective, I can tell that is an awful business decision why would you do that and that's even coming from a non-biased perspective of you know since i am going to school for animation that just kind of makes me think netflix doesn't really care which has been apparent as you know there's all of the unionizing with animators that has been happening over the past few months i have a feeling that might be why they got rid of their animation department was so they didn't really have to deal with all the controversy and everything like that that was coming from their animation department. And it could just potentially be, you know, 
a reason as to why they can maybe get get away from that or something like that. Personally, I don't like it, but that's also from me, who's an anime nerd. So, yeah, as you know, as someone who appreciates animation, ninety uh, percent of the shows I watch every year and even in general are animated anime and you know the more like american animation too i i agree i don't think that's the business decision they should be making it's like that's not the squeaky wheel that needed to be fixed that's not what was wrong what Mm -hmm. was wrong is you're hiking your prices for like the fourth time in a year Mm -hmm. it's like $30 for one subscription and now you're cracking down on password sharing too? Like, well, yeah, no wonder you're losing a ton of subscribers. You're making all these other decisions and then blaming animation for it. Yeah. So I, my one hope is that, because, you know, they have a lot of animated shows in development, like the Cuphead show, there's a new Sonic show, um, the Dragon Prince is, you know, they got greenlit for like Mm -hmm. four more seasons. And I just hope that if Netflix cancels them other streaming services or other companies take note of that Mm -hmm. and the public backlash to that because there was one um there was one show that they announced that they were canceling it was it's like called bone or something and the guy making it has been trying to get it made for years and netflix finally picked it up and now they canceled it and I'm like, okay, this would be the perfect opportunity for HBO Max or Hulu or mm-hmm. another, you know, big streaming company to swoop in and be like, you know what? Netflix won't make it, but we will. Because not only does that look really good on their part, that brings in a bunch of subscribers who want, who were excited for that show and, mm-hmm. you know, will now subscribe to HBO to watch it. So I hope mm-hmm. if, and, you know, obviously. Best case scenario, nothing else gets canceled, but, you know, Netflix is Netflix. If more stuff gets canceled, I really hope HBO, Hulu, you know, Disney Plus, all of that really steps up to be like, you know what, we'll take it so that it still gets made. Mm -hmm. Because, well, Netflix is a streaming giant, I don't think they will be two or three years from now. With the way they're going, I think they're going to get overtaken by Disney Plus and HBO Max. Potentially, potentially. Um, and I, I think one interesting thing, going going back to the whole, you know, animation problem with everyone unionizing and stuff like that, one of the biggest reasons that controversy happened was the Cuphead show. Was because of Netflix contract that they had with the person who was making the, cup, the, the Cuphead show. They lied to them. And breached their contract almost all the time. And now that Netflix has canceled that show, it makes them look even more shady. And that is, I think, one of my... my The, the things that kind of interests me and the fact that they did that. Because it honestly is just making them look even worse. Um, and I think I think Bone was... Uh, the, the That show was also part of that. You know, that controversy and stuff like that was because a lot of people were being overworked and they're like we don't deserve you know what we're you know getting how we're getting treated and stuff like that so i think that is definitely you know a not good decision on netflix's part and i can and i agree to you uh, agree with you on that other streaming platforms might go and pick it up to make themselves look better than netflix it being a shady decision of course but 
that's just how it is in, in business and stuff like that. Yeah, and the the craziest thing like about the Cuphead show is they quote unquote renewed it for a season two, mm-hmm. like in air quotes. But it's just it's just a labeling thing. It's not the second season. It's episodes they were already working on yeah. and already have some of them done or are still working on. But they're gonna be put out as oh well, it's season two instead of just adding more episodes to season one, which means technically they're not renewing a contract so they don't have to give a pay raise, which, you know, the whole, I don't understand. I personally will never understand why animators don't get paid more. Like, you know, Netflix makes these shows that make all this money and then they're like, oh, we're not going to give a raise to these people. Like, that just seems really weird to me. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know. And it just, that ties into the, you know, the film industry and the animation industry overall. And it's, it's, it's that bigger picture where like at the Oscars, they were like, oh yeah, animation is just for kids. Like, you know, it, uh, the only reason I watched Encanto is because my kids wanted to watch it. And it's like, just this constant disrespect of animation is an industry-wide thing. And I am totally behind the, like, the Twitter movement, like, New Deal for animation. Totally behind that. Because some of the best shows I've ever watched have been animated. And I think the people who make those shows should be treated and, you know, compensated fairly Mm -hmm. for the work that they do. I definitely, definitely agree with you there. Because, like, it's always been kind of like... Uh, a type of culture where people are like, oh, animation is cool and all, but, you know, it's it's more more towards a younger audience. And then, you know, you have certain shows that are out there, like, you know, like Evangelion, like Cowboy Bebop, like, what is it? Um, Berserk, even. I mean, even though many people would like, would consider berserk to be better in the manga it's still berserk and just shows that are definitely targeted towards a you know older audience a more mature audience hell even in uh invincible is you know one of a, a, a key example there um because it's just a show that is entirely directed towards an adult audience but people will still consider it to be you know, a- animation to just be considered towards kids as an audience or something like that, and it's it just it doesn't make me happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely agree because you have yeah, and you know we'll we'll wrap up this conversation and get back to the anime conversation. Uh, but you know, people who say oh, animation is for kids have clearly never watched shows like Invincible mm-hmm. or literally. 90% of anime. You've never seen Attack on Titan. You've never seen oh, yeah. Demon Slayer. Heck, you've never you never even watched Arcane, which is a net is another Netflix original animated series that won a ton of awards outside of the Oscars because the Oscars is a sham, always has been, always will be. But shows like that, shows like Invincible do really good. I think Star Wars Visions won a couple awards. I know What If, which granted wasn't a great show, but you know, that won some stuff. Like, animation is a legit medium, a legit 
you know, way of telling stories in the same way that, you know, live action film is. But, you know, one is getting treated significantly worse than the other. So I I could go on about this for hours. Mm -hmm. I will stand on this soapbox forever. Um, As someone who wants to open their own animation studio one day, I, I totally am behind the whole, like, we need to have animators be, you know, compensated fairly and all that. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, um, other news. Um, Netflix just won't get out of the ringer today. Uh, they announced a couple weeks ago, or like a week ago, that Stone Ocean Part 2 for JoJo's is uh, coming in fall 2022, and we're only getting, like, 10 episodes. We're not even getting 12, we're getting 10 a year later, which I find it very hard to believe that it's, like, I I don't know, I feel like this is not something on David Productions end it's not. of the of the spectrum. This is a Netflix thing. Um, I'm interested to see, is the anime still airing normally I in Japan? I believe so. I believe it aired it aired after the batch came out, um, but then, you know, would just go until, I think it's caught up now, but that was when people were thinking, okay, that's when we're going to get the next batch if we do, is after the anime catches up, but no, not even close. So, Dave for Productions, I believe, is still, you know, airing it normally in Japan, and we're just not going to get it on Netflix until the fall of this year or winter of this year well yeah because netflix likes to do that kind of stuff i mean they did that with seven deadly sins like there was a solid year between whenever that ended airing in japan and before we got it here in the states instead of doing the weekly you know uh simulcast like funimation and crunchyroll do um well i guess just crunchyroll at this point because funimation got folded into crunchyroll Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's really sucky because I was looking forward to, you know, watching JoJo Weekly because, you know, I, I caught up after part five had ended and I was like, oh, we're going to, you know, I'm going to finally get to watch JoJo's week to week. 39, you know, weeks is the normal average. just like a whole year. That's like crazy. And now Netflix is like, um, you can binge these episodes um, 12 at a time once a year. And also, like, I'd love to know how much Netflix paid for the rights to exclusively stream Stone Ocean, because that can't be, that cannot have been cheap, because JoJo's is not like, it's not like Komi Can't Communicate, which is a new anime that no one's ever heard of, and it's, like, popular in Japan, but not over here, like, JoJo's is a big deal, and I want to know how they stole those rights from Crunchyroll. I, I... I find it funny that you just said Comey Can't Communicate is a not well-known anime, yet literally everyone was looking forward to Komi-san getting animated. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not, like, I'm not saying it's not. It was one of not. the most hyped-up <laughs> anime getting uh, animated. I'm just saying, there is a substantial difference between Comey Can't Communicate and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in terms of, like... Not... Not, not popularity in terms of hype, though it was very very hyped up i will i will say that i mean i will say i'm really hyped for season two which you know it which starts the 27th we're recording on the 23rd it starts on wednesday it starts airing here it started airing in japan um at the beginning of april 
and then it's going to start airing weekly on Netflix. Um, which look at that, Netflix. You you do know how to simulcast anime, but you pick and choose the anime you can simulcast, which is weird to me that you wouldn't like simulcast like JoJo's gives me the same vibes as like The Mandalorian, mm. where it's one of those shows where people will pick up a free trial just to binge the season and then not you know come back which mm-hmm. is why disney got rid of the free trials because people were doing that and i i don't think netflix has a free trial at this point either but don't drop shows like jojo's all at once because then people pay for one month binge it and then don't start paying again until you drop another set of episodes when you could be maintaining that subscription over 39 weeks mm-hmm. that's like However many months that is, you know, that's got to be like six, seven, eight, nine, ten months. Like, it's a lot more money than if you just drop it once a year. Um, so I, I will say I did significantly enjoy Stone Ocean Part 1. Jolene, fantastic protagonist. Um, and I think the this setting of the prison is very different from other JoJo's parts because it feels more contained. You know, yeah. like part three is obviously the grand, you know, around the world in 80 days type thing. And part four, yes, it's contained to a town, but that town is pretty big. And then part five is kind of the same, like, cross-country road trip, but it's the mafia. And now part six is like, nope, we're in a prison. Well, okay. That's okay. it. Here's the thing. Just in a prison. Here's the thing. With part, the difference between part three and part five is part three was two months. Part five was a week. Yeah, that's true. Like, in, in like the entirety of part five happened over a week, which is still insane. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, what did what did you think of Stone Ocean? Like, at least what we've seen so far. I like it. I know. I know you've seen it. I like it. I think it's really good. The OP is a banger, and I just true. I think it was really good from what we got. And now I'm even tempted to start reading the manga. (laughs) I know. After Uh, this whole, like, you know, it seems like Netflix is not going to start airing this stuff any any quicker. Makes me want to be like, all right, well, uh, that's another another manga I'm going to pick up because I am very impatient. (laughs) The thing is, this makes me very concerned for uh, part seven. Um, is because part seven is longer than part three. So I don't even want to know how that's going to go. So we're talking about another like multi-part part. Yes. For part yes. seven. Um, part, part seven was where Jojo switched over from Shonen Jump to Ultra Jump. And it was, I think, 50 something volumes. But that's also Ultra Jump chapters, which are, I think, twice the length of uh twice or three times the length of shonen jump chapters so like and they come out less frequently yeah too, they come right? out i think monthly potentially i don't i don't remember but um i can i can check with my my jojo expert real fast on how many volumes <laughs> whoa or you could just I can say you could just Google no, it too. No, my my keyboard just decided to type H seven thousand times. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah, I definitely, I definitely want to pick up the Stone Ocean manga because, like, Attack on Titan not finishing, which we're we're gonna get to that. That is the ne- literally the next thing on the topic is Attack on Titan. Um, but Attack on Titan not finishing this season to me was really like, okay, I'm not, I'm not waiting another year just to see nine chapters adapted in the anime, which is realistically, if you break that down two episodes per chapter maybe eight and a half what is that let me let me let me think here nine chapters divided by two that's four and a half episodes if you wanted to do three chapters per episode that's three episodes so it's like how like are you gonna add filler are they actually changing the ending of the manga for the anime like what are you doing and you know if you've read the last chapters there's a lot of stuff in there that i can see animation wise you definitely need to take your time doing that um but it's like what are you doing to this anime that you need to not add like three or four more episodes to this already airing season to just finish the anime and be done with it you know what i mean yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. So yeah, on the topic of Attack on Titan, how how are you feeling about the final season of Attack on Titan? The not so final final season. Um, I think what they've animated is really good. Um, I I think you know I'm perfect. I'm personally fine with the 3D animated Titans and other stuff like that. Because, once again, I can understand they were in a time crunch. But I'm also kind of used to it with uh, other shows that I've watched. So I haven't really had a problem with it. I can understand why people have issues with it. But I personally never really had an issue with it. Yeah, I think... Yeah, at this point, we're we're used to the 3D Titans. So it's not as big of a deal. Like, obviously, jumping from Season 3 to Season 4, it was kind of a bigger deal. Because we hadn't... You know, they had been most... Well, they had all been 2D, except for the Colossal Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was kind of a jump there. But now, it's more normal. And it definitely looked a little janky. Still good, but looked a little janky at the beginning of Part 1. See, And then, as they got to the end of Part 1, it looked great. And then, Part 2 looks great. Yeah, see, what I found funny was in, the, in Part 4... Part 4... Part four might happen. Who knows? Uh, part one of season four, the only Titan that was not CG was the Colossal Titan. And I found that hilarious. Which feels more like an inside joke than... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw that like, and found it hilarious. Uh, but, uh, you yeah, know, uh, it, it, it was interesting to get into at first, but, you know, I'd say people should be used to it already but there are obviously people who aren't and you know who are just causing as much arguments about it as possible like wit versus mappa blah 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 just be be happy we're getting the season at all so yeah i mean come on they could have just canceled season four entirely like they could have been like wit's not doing it so we're not making season four hey here's our season four announcement go read the manga that is the announcement. Go read the manga. Do it. You won't. 
But then, but then they get the best of both worlds. They get more money from the anime, and they get people like me who go out and buy the manga because they don't want to wait for the anime. But then we'll still tune in to watch the anime when it starts airing. Mm-hmm. So I, I would honestly not be surprised if we get an announcement later this year that is um, Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 3 It will be is listed for six episodes mm-hmm. or whatever. And it'll come out January. That's my personal prediction. And, you know, at this point, I feel bad, but I'm at the point where I'm like, I just want it to end because they really advertised part two as this is the end. This is the final season. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious if something changed behind the scenes that, like, all of this marketing was put out at the beginning of the season and then, like, somewhere halfway through there, they were like, oh, we're actually not going to be able to get these six episodes or whatever done, so we need to do a part three. And we need a little more time. And that's why the marketing was so heavy on the, like, this is it. This is the final confrontation. Like, this is the final, you know, final season part two. It's going to be over. This is the end. And now it's very, like, oh, no. Nope. Part three. Coming 2023. Mm-hmm. So, who's to say? That is, uh, that's it for our nerdiest news, even though it wasn't really all news. Um, now we're going to move into the hot take segment, which we haven't had for a couple weeks or a couple episodes. And Colin actually has a hot take for us. So I have multiple. But I, I know what the hot take is, but I haven't heard it. So I, you have the floor with your hot take, sir. Yeah, I, uh, I have multiple actually, but I, I'll, I'll just, I'll just make it one. Um, my hot take on anime, it's, it's funny, you haven't actually seen it, but uh, I'm not a big fan of Haikyuu. And a lot of people are like, bro, you should watch Haikyuu, it's really good. And so I did. And then I got about halfway into season one, and I'm like, this is boring. I don't like it. And so I just stopped watching it. I just haven't watched it since. I'm just like, I, I don't really care. I'm just like... It's a, it's a volleyball anime. Okay, that that's cool and all. Just not a big... Not really interested in it. And I, I mentioned one earlier, too, like another hot take, which was, I think My Hero's mid. It's very mid, in my opinion. I, I don't know if that's a hot take anymore. It's not. I feel like... It really isn't. It's a, two, it's a, two or three years ago... Two or three years ago, it would have been a hot take, but now that's kind of the general consensus yeah, outside of people like me mid. who are diehards. Like, I won't disagree. It like, it, And it's really hard to admit as a diehard My Hero fan, mm-hmm. but there was there was a period there where it was not, not doing great. Uh, it's just... It definitely could have been better, but, um, you know, it, it seems like... Which, I'm not going to get into manga spoilers, but it does seem, based on recent interviews and stuff, Horikoshi is really just done. Like, he just wants to be done. Like, the last few chapters we've gotten, there's been a week break in between each of them. And it's, you know, usually when it's, when, when he does new chapters, they're weekly. But now it's like, we get one chapter, week break. One chapter, week break. One chapter, week break. Which is fine. More rest is never going to kill somebody. Like, mm-hmm. he definitely deserves slash needs it. But 
based on recent interviews, the way he phrased the whole like, oh yeah, the story probably has like another year or so before it's done. Um, it, it really sounded like he is at a point where he just wants to be done with my hero, but he's got so much left to wrap up that it's kind of like, all right, well, big final climactic arc. We're going to wrap everything up and then be done and call it a day. So we'll see what happens with that. Maybe the next time we do a casual chat about anime, the My Hero manga will be over. Who's to say? And I still won't read it. Dang. that You know, I feel like at some point, like even like five, ten years from now when the anime finishes, you should you should finish it. Eh. Probably not. Just to say you finished it. Oh, oh, here's something I need to get. I need to get your um, take on it. And I need to double check that this is a real thing. Um, because I'm not, um, I'm pretty sure this is happening. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So, there is a Full Metal Alchemist live-action movie coming out this year mm-hmm. and i need to know your thoughts on it the last one was bad <laughs> why do they think this one is gonna be better um i don't know I, like <laughs> I, I, i've said this from the big from the get-go nobody asked so why are we doing it Wh- who who asked for live action anything when it comes to anime? Who asked for live action Cowboy Bebop? No one. Who asked for live action Death Note? Nobody. Who asked for live action Full Metal? Nobody. You know they're making a live action One Piece too. Is it? It's a Netflix. It's a Netflix anime too, in the same vein as Cowboy Bebop, but it's live action One Piece. Oh man, I wonder how I, I I just feel bad for the editing team at that point. Yeah, and apparently the the mangaka of One Piece is really invested in the like he's he has a very hands-on role mm-hmm. with the project, which I don't know how true that was with like Cowboy Bebop or Full Metal or I mean, any of the other they're stuff. They're doing they're doing that with the Legendary Pictures Gundam movie where the director and creator is just like taking executive action on what can and what can't be in the movie. So, I mean, that I can kind of be like, it'll be maybe okay, but I don't... I don't even think the mangaka of Full Metal even, like, does anything anymore. I I think she is retired. Um, I I think um, the mangaka of Demon Slayer is retired, too. I think she is done. Google Google search. Um. I've never put much stock into live-action anime because I feel like it takes out one of the aspects of anime that I watch it for, which is the crazy, over-the-top, like insanely well-animated fight scenes, like in Demon Slayer Season 2. Like, there's, like... The, the climactic fight of Demon Slayer Season 2, there is absolutely no way you could do it in live action and make it hit the same way. It's not possible. And I think that's where companies like Netflix and all that are falling short is like, oh yeah, let's make live action One Piece. Why? Why do you need to remake? Which, 
goes to Disney too. Oh, let's remake, you know, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and I'm like, why? Why why do you need to invalidate animation as a medium, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier, by like doing it in live action? That just does not make sense to me. And I think it's really stupid. And I think live action live action remakes of animated stuff is a cash grab for the general audience who does not want to watch animation. Okay, um which is I'm really dumb. I'm entirely wrong on what I just said. Um so uh uh Hiromu Arukawa, the mangaka of Full Metal Alchemist, uh is still working on two different manga right now uh from one from 2013 and one she started in December of 2021. So she is still working on stuff, which is surprising. Hey, yo. I did not... What's the name of that? Because Full Metal Alchemist was really good. Uh, <laughs> the current one, the two current ones she's working on is uh, the Heroic Legend of uh, Arslan. I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. And uh, Yomi no Sugai. Or translated, huh. The Hinge of the Underworld. Ooh, that sounds interesting. So, I'll I'll take a look at all of that real quick. Oh yeah, that's definite. Oh yeah, that's definitely. If you look at the cover for the manga, that's definitely the Full Metal Alchemist art style. Yep. Yeah. I want to buy the Full Metal Alchemist manga just to have it. I've been doing that, except I'm going to buy the Full Metal edition soon, like the entirety of it. Because uh, those are all hardcovers, but uh, yeah, I want to get I want to get the hardcover ones. Have fun! It's a lot of money. Um, anyway, uh, you mentioned it a, a tad bit a second ago. Uh, you know, just a little, little, little bit ago. I know I'm going to keep this going for as long as I can. Uh, but you mentioned Demon Slayer season two, so why don't we go a little bit a little hey, bit yep. back in time and talk about the. Uh, the winter 2022 season. Oh man, the winter season it was crazy, it was. man. Uh, it, it was it was honestly a really strong start to the anime season because uh, because Demon Slayer was already airing like season two officially technically started in December because I guess the Mugen Train stuff doesn't count as part of season two. It's listed as something different on Crunchyroll, whatever. Um, I guess that... See, as much as I rag on Netflix, the real test will be when Mugen Train and Entertainment District get added to Netflix. Will it be seasons two and three or just season two? We have yet to find out. Or will they Um, be added to Netflix at all? (laughs) Or will... (laughs) Yeah... Um, maybe they won't. <laughs> the, the, you know, that would be fine. Cause, well, I don't know. Netflix, well, anyway, um, I, you didn't watch, did you watch the Mugen Train stuff at all? No. Or did you I, just I, I watched, start at the Entertainment District? I watched on? the prologue to Mugen Train and, uh, I didn't watch anything else after that. I heard it was similar, but there was some stuff that was added in. Yeah, I I watched it all weekly. The prologue episode was great. Yes. Um, I actually just did a... 
I just did a screening, or not a screening, but like I had some friends over and we watched Mugen Train, but we watched the prologue and then Mugen Train, and they do flow together very well. Um, that was something that I had previously like untested. Like I knew they went well together because you know the anime picked up right after that and did the Mugen Train arc, but you know moving into the actual movie flowed really well. There wasn't a ton of new stuff in there. Like it was just a couple cuts here and there. And that was it. But the Entertainment District arc, man, ugh. Not only did it feel so good to get some new freaking Demon Slayer content. I'm not going to lie. Tengen competes for that spot in my heart of favorite Hashira. Because Ren Goku is the GOAT. But Tengen was really good, too. He was up there after wa- for me after watching it. But then after reading a bit of the manga, I'm like, man, I like some of the other guys now like um like i'm not gonna min- i'm not gonna like mention why i like i like them but uh in the next coming season uh moichiro and uh mitsuri they're they're very very good characters i will i'll say that um but i also just still really like uh i still really like Gyu. Because I think he's a very, very good character, but we also just have not seen him in so long. So it's it's weird. Because I think have have we yeah. not seen him since the uh... oh what was that art called? It was the one before Moving Train. Was it? Oh, whatever the the Mount Nagoto or whatever. I wasn't gonna say. I'm it, trying to remember what it was but... called. Well, it was in the anime. Uh. Because he was yeah, it was in the anime. Uh, yeah, I, I know. I, I mean, I wasn't going to say it, so I didn't butcher it, but it's uh, the uh, Natagomo Mountain. Ah, uh, Natagomo. Yeah, I got it wrong. Uh, he was there. I mean, we saw him from a brief, like, five seconds at the end of uh, Mugen Train when all the Hashiras are reacting to Rengoku's death. Um, he's just like, yep, okay, cool, he's dead. Moving on. Yeah. So this, this like I, I will mention right now, this next arc in Demon Slayer is gonna be good. It's gonna be a really, really good arc. So season season three is setting yeah. up to be really, really good. Um, so speaking of Demon Slayer, here's something I'm gonna mention, and this is probably gonna blow your mind. But so last year when Mugen Train came out, solidified Demon Slayer is my number two anime of all time. Like. Everything about that just solidified it as number two. Went into season two with that expectation, with that level of like, this is my number two favorite anime of all time. And coming out of it at the end, after the, what I can only describe as a masterpiece of animation of all of those fights and just everything in general was great. It really opened my eyes to the fact that I think Demon Slayer is objectively better than My Hero Academia in terms of story and in terms of adaptation, which, of course, adaptation, you know, putting that aside, is the story better than My Hero? I would say yes, but the adaptation definitely helps that because it is because the adaptation is helping you experience and understand and engage with 
this story, and I just feel like My Hero is not doing that anymore. We'll see with Season 6, um, with how they do this next arc, which is really, honestly, that's probably the make or break for me with the anime, is how they handle that arc. Um, but yeah, no, Demon Slayer is now, like, subjectively, I'll always have that emotional connection and attachment to My Hero that will keep it at number one, but objectively, Demon Slayer is definitely my number one and up there i like how you went on that whole tangent like this was the first time i've heard this nick how many times are you gonna forget i follow you on twitter (laughs) (laughs) see here's the thing i forget you follow me on twitter because you don't like anything i post i don't like anything. so maybe if you liked my tweets i would remember (laughs) You literally just went on this entire tangent, and I'm, and I'm like, do I, do I tell him that I've, I've heard this, like, four times because you tweet about it See, so but, much? See, but the listeners didn't know that, because not the, the listeners don't follow me on Twitter, or most of them don't. Just, man, I, I follow you on Twitter, and it's really funny. Like, well. like don't... Don't get me started <laughs> on the amount of stuff that I've seen you retweet about Xenoblade after I literally said, don't look at anything regarding Xenoblade 3 because of spoilers. Too late. I know! <laughs> I did it anyway. My favorite anime, Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> you haven't even finished it yet! <laughs> yeah, and it's my number one favorite anime of all time. What do you mean? <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. Demon Slayer, really good. Final fight of season two, phenomenal. I rewatch it all the time. We already. By that I mean oh. I go on to Nick's Crunchyroll and rewatch the entire fight because I can't find it good on YouTube. Uh, honestly, same. Like, <laughs> uh, and don't worry, guys. He's not stealing my Crunchyroll. I let him in. Yeah, we share yeah, a Crunchyroll um, account. Hey, don't let don't, because it's cheaper that don't, way. Uh, don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't let Netflix hear that. They'll they'll, they'll get angry. Don't tell Netflix. <laughs> they'll they'll get angry. They'll they'll be like, excuse me, what? Um, yeah, no, same. Um, what else was in the winter season? Attack on Titan. We've already we've already aired our grievances uh, with Attack on Titan. Jujutsu Kaisen um, Zero. Did you? Wait 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 wait. Did you watch Dress Up, Darling? No. All right. Well, I'm gonna strap you down to a chair and you're gonna watch it one of these days. Yeah. Um. It's just like how before like before how I'm we strap you down in a chair and you're going to play Persona Five. Yeah, no, exactly. No, well, you won't have to tie me down to a chair. I'll do that willingly when I either when it either comes to Switch or I have a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm not opposed. I don't know why you just haven't thought to save up some money, buy a PS4 with Persona Five Royal, and just play the game that way. Because. See, Inevitably, you're going to save more money than having to wait and buy it for the Switch. Wait, how? Because think about... Because if no, I no, wait no, and no, no, no. buy it on the Switch, it'll be $60. No, no, no. Hear me out here. Think about this. If it probably comes to Switch, there's a chance it might be a Switch Pro exclusive if the Switch Pro comes out, which means you have to buy a Switch Pro for that, which means you're going to already, even though you're already going to buy the Switch Pro, you're still going to have spent a lot of money beforehand on, you know, normal things that you buy, like manga and stuff like that, when you could just save up and buy a PlayStation. 
with Persona 5 and other exclusives, overall, you will have saved more money to buy the PlayStation 4, which is cheaper now because of the PS5, than you would have to spend on the Switch Pro and Persona 5 Royal. It's also cheaper on the PlayStation Store. Okay. So I hear you, but hear me out. Assuming the Switch Pro exists, Breath of the Wild 2 will also look better on said Switch Pro, which means I was going to buy it anyway. I know, that was a point. Which that would was then mean the Switch argument. Pro would be an additional cost on top of the PlayStation 4, so it would be cheaper for me to just wait for it to come to Switch. No. And also, why would I buy a PlayStation 4 when I can save up an extra $300 and buy a PlayStation 5? Why would you try to buy a PlayStation 5? <laughs> I'm not going to. That's I'm going to wait like f- a few more years and hope that they release like a PS5 Slim. They won't. You know, but... halfway through the PS5. Well, they did for the PS4. They still won't. Uh, you say that. You say that. They will. Anyway, this is an anime episode, so Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Anyway, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. <laughs> uh, that was a good movie. Uh, for <laughs> I have some pretty good stories from that. Uh, my showing was pretty great um, because my friends and I went to go see it, and we sat down, and the guy behind us was like, hey, did you guys get drinks? And we were like, no. And he w- pulls out a two-liter of fruit punch hands us all cups, and is like, hey, here you go, man. We got this for you. And we were like, how did you get that in? He was like, dude, for uh, Demon Slayer, my friend stuck in an entire 12-pack of White Claw once. It was great. Dang. Which, knowing how Mugen Train was, I don't want to know how that that movie would be just entirely wasted. Even though White Claw probably won't get yeah. you anywhere near wasted, but, you know. Probably not. I mean, my Jujutsu Kaisen Zero experience wasn't that great. Although, I saw it in IMAX, and the theater was pretty packed. And I think something crazy to mention is the weekend that movie came out, it came in second to the Batman. Yep. Like, it did incredibly well. Like, even my mom called me and was like, hey, have you seen this uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie? Like, it's in the news for making all this money over the weekend. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw it yesterday. It was really great, you know? And, again, there's animation doing just as good, if not better, than live-action movies. Mm -hmm. Just saying. If the Academy wanted to take note, they would, but they don't. So, oh, well. Yeah, there are... The Academy is too busy focusing on, you know, real-life slap fights instead of, you know, anime slap fights. But anyway, um, so yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is really good. Um, some phenomenal uh, phenomenal animation there. Uh, has, I think, a, it's one of the best prequel stories I think I've ever seen. Um, and I'm excited to see where they go with Season 2. Because, though I know kind of a baseline of what season two is going to be like. I'm excited. So, yeah. 
Oh, same. I think they, they did a really good job of getting me invested. And of course, like, they had the characters that we already knew existed, uh, like Gojo and Nanami and, you know, the, ah, what's his name? The guy, the guy who claps and is really ripped. Who's Yuji's best friend. <gasps> oh no, Colin disappeared from the Discord. Uh-oh. Um, so I'm going to stall by talking about, oh, he's back. <sighs> Are you alive? I hate my Wi-Fi. <laughs> What's yeah. new? I was asking you, what's the what's the name of the guy in Jujutsu Kaisen who claps? To- He's Yuji's best friend. Uh, Toto? Yeah. I lost my mind when he showed up on screen. Because uh, I saw the rest of like his squad pull up. Like the, the blue hair girl who calls herself useless. The witch on the broomstick. Uh, the robot. Mm-hmm. Um, which, of course, I'm, I'm really angering all the Jujutsu Kaisen fans right now. Um... And then Toto showed up, man. I lost it. Started clapping. <laughs> See, started screaming. Just kidding. I'm not that kind of it not that really kind of person in the movie theater. Because one of my friends who went to go see that movie with me, he hadn't seen up until like episode eight. So he had no idea who these people were. Like, he was like, Who's that? And we were just like, You'll meet him soon. Also Panda. panda. Not He's a panda. panda. Confirmed. Well, kind I of a panda. panda. But kind a of a panda. But he calls himself calls a panda. Calls himself a panda, but panda's not actually a panda. That's kind of yeah, crazy, yo. That's crazy. It's kind of whack. Yeah, uh, really good animation-wise. Really good film overall. Um, all right, now, uh, since I haven't seen Dress Up Darling, you can go off for like a few minutes. Oh, I don't need to go off. It's okay. I will say... One of the best freaking romance animes I have ever seen. Not ever seen, but seen in a while. Because, you know, all the romance anime are the same. Like, oh, there's this girl in my class. She's really hot, but I'll never, ever stand a chance of asking her out. That's crazy. And then the whole anime is about, you know, this guy trying to win the girl over. Yeah, no. Dress Up Darling takes that and throws it out the window. It's gone. Because it's like... Hey, you're really good at snowing. I want to do cosplay. Why don't we be friends and you make me cosplay and I will cosplay and um, we can be friends. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. There's no like romance for like, obviously there's like the implied romance that's there for the audience, but there's no like genuine romance in the show until about halfway through the first season because she starts to fall for him, but it's still like, oh, we're just really good friends. Like, you know, we like hanging out and all this stuff. We have a lot in common, and it's just so, so good. And if you haven't watched it, you should. I won't. For the not PG version of, you know, the audience, um, would not recommend it for those of you who, you know, are in the PG sector. Um, definitely a more PG-13 anime. Not that anything bad happens, it's just visually not appropriate for those under the age of like 15 maybe 16 uh which giving an anime like that this high praise on a pg podcast is very interesting um but i i will leave it at that okay um i got a little uh a little birdie in my ear 
uh, telling me that Steel Ball Run, Part 7 of JoJo, I know we're having to go back to this topic. Okay. Um, I... No, it's Chekhov's JoJo. I, uh... Okay. He said uh, it was less than 100 chapters, but it's Ultra Jump. Which means they're very, Ooh. very long. <laughs> um, obviously, I could Google it, which I probably will, real quick. Well, we go into the spring 2023 season, you know, uh, you know, th- that. We, we kind of... 2022. You said 2023. Gosh. Hey, JoJo, How 2023, everybody. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> it's 2023. We're back. Uh, it's JoJo. Yeah, uh, Attack on Titan. Hopefully, uh, the, um, the, the demon... Hopefully, Attack on Titan's over. <laughs> we... Ooh, my hero will still be airing. I don't in I in spring don't 2023. Care. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. Okay, um so uh, so finally the final nail in the coffin for JoJo. Um Steel Ball Run is 95 chapters compiled into 24 volumes. Jeez. That's like the current length of My Hero Academia. And now we're going to go chapter size. Drum roll, please, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, um, um, can I, can I just... As he looks that up, I'm going to take a second to talk about uh, Shikimori is not just a cutie, because he definitely has not seen that one. To transition from Dress Up Darling, Shikimori is another anime, it's another romance anime that takes all of the preconceived notions of what romance anime is and just throws it out the window. Because instead of the girl or the guy having to go after each other, because they're like, oh, this girl in my class, she's so great, I'll never be able to ask her out. The couple starts out in a relationship. They are already together as of the beginning of the anime, which honestly gives more questions than answers because you have this really attractive girl at this guy's school and you're like, how did a guy like you end up with a girlfriend like that? And the anime has yet to answer that question. It seems like there's some kind of deep-seated dark past that has linked these two together because the guy is suffers from Milo Murphy's Law, which is just anything bad that can happen, anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. You just refer to that as wrong, Milo that, Murphy's Law. That is Milo it's Murphy's Law. Called, anything just, that can go wrong, Murphy's will law. go wrong. Oh, <laughs> That show flopped, bro. How did you know that? <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. It's I forgot that that was just a show. I thought Murphy's it was law. It Milo's Murphy's Law is the show made by the people who made Phineas and Ferb, and it flopped. <laughs> I'm it sorry. Only got meant, good when they excuse me. Crossing over with Phineas and Ferb because they actually had good jokes. In other news, excuse um, me. Uh, fifty-four pages is the first uh, chapter of Steel Ball Run. That's how many. That that's that's how many pages it is. It's long. Wow, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, as I was saying, um, this guy in Shikimori is just afflicted with Murphy's Law, not Milo yeah. Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law. Which is anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Four thousand two hundred and ninety um, pages. Wow. All right. That's. I'll stop interrupting with JoJo now. 
we we can put it we can we can close the the manga on JoJo. Um so yeah, it's just it's a great anime. Really wholesome, honestly. Dress Up Darling and uh Shikimori are both very wholesome anime and Komi, which starts very shortly and actually has started by the time this episode goes out, is another one of those just wholesome romance anime. The stakes are not incredibly high. Like, you know, Shield Hero, what's going on right now? Stakes are pretty high. Demon Slayer, stakes are pretty high. And it's nice, which is why I kind of like watching a romance anime and an action anime, because you have the action anime with really high, crazy stakes, and then you got your romance anime that's just there for comedy. It has low to no stakes whatsoever and that's okay because it doesn't have to have stakes now of course there are the stakes of like will he make it to this game or whatever on time to cheer on his girlfriend like there are those kind of stakes but it's not the oh well if we don't stop aaron you know he's gonna commit mass genocide yeah type stakes hey so, that, that sounds very like a different. really neat movie i know called mobile suit gundam shars Counterattack. I knew you were going to bring it Which up. I'm currently having to watch like three times to write a paper on it. Based? Writing a paper about anime? Hey, my, my professor was like, yeah, go ahead. I'll watch it too so I know what it's about. So when are you going to start making video essays? Maybe. Maybe. Hey, yo. If somebody can pay me to make them, maybe. No. Do it on your own. I'm looking for a job. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> same, honestly. Um, as we, as we, you know, bring our episode to a close. Now that we're done. But as we begin to wrap up the rest of the 2022 anime season. Um, obviously, as for mentioned, uh, Shield Hero oh. Season 2. I literally have missed the most recent episode. Um, haven't watched it yet. Honestly, gonna go watch it uh, once we stop recording. Because it is because I have like a Saturday anime list because I have uh, Spy Family comes out on Saturday, mm-hmm. Shikimori comes out on Saturday, Shield Hero is on Wednesday, but I'm not in the Shield Hero community on Twitter, which means I don't get spoilers, which means I can safely wait until Saturday to watch Shield Hero. Now, so now. that's nice. Just to go off topic for approximately two seconds to talk about what is coming in uh, fall of 2022 a new neat show by the name of Mobile Suit Gundam A Witch from Mercury which has me think of a lot of things about that show because it looks really good the artwork looks phenomenal the trailer was really good however There's a lot of weird things about that show that people are trying to construe about it uh, because people are like, hey, this is the first Gundam show with the first ever female protagonist, which is wrong. (laughs) Um, That is wrong. uh, That take is wrong. The first actual female protagonist was in literally the 80s or the 90s i forget but it's also from a show that consistently gets shafted because it's to a point too short but also 
just because nobody wants to acknowledge it. And it makes me angry that people are just not acknowledging it because it's a really good show. <laughs> um, but yeah. Fair enough. Uh, no, that that's coming out in October. Um, I think it's October. Hey, Colin, you know what else is coming out in October? What What's coming out in October? My hair. I'm just kidding. Chainsaw Man. Oh, man. Which I have only heard. I've only heard good things about that. Yeah, my hero and Chainsaw Man share the same same month, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Chainsaw Man's gonna overtake it a hundred percent. Oh no, definitely, definitely. My hero will have its uh, trending on Twitter moments, like little scenes from episodes, but it won't like it won't generally. All I know is October is gonna be overall. October's gonna be dead for me because I'm just gonna be watching all the anime. Yeah. So, before we go here, mm-hmm. I the, the basically the whole reason I wanted to do this episode is to have a brief conversation about Spy Family <laughs> because I okay I've only seen the first two episodes and I've seen bits and pieces of the third one. I need to go watch it in its entirety. But if it keeps going the way it is, Spy Family could definitely break my top ten anime. If if the if it keeps going at this pace, because it's a twenty five episode season, or it's between twenty four and twenty six, I think it's twenty five though. Um, twenty. If season one ends really strong, could break my top ten. Yeah. I from Which, what I've seen, what, if it it's, broke top ten, what would that eat out? For, I'm just curious. From what I've seen, uh, Spy Family is, is is a good good show. It's pacing is a little interesting. I I I can definitely say that. However, there's one thing that somebody pointed out to me about it, and I just can't shake this thought now. Uh-oh. Have you ever thought that Spy Family is almost the same plot as Despicable Me? In a way, yes. No, no, no. no. Evil, not evil, but, you know, Spy, spy Man adopts kid to do spy things. Which is exactly what happened in Despicable Me. Okay. You're not wrong. And I see your logic as to where this is going. <laughs> but Counterpoint grew ended up keeping the girls because he cared about them. And then he didn't get a wife until the second uh, movie. And he got her... Because he fell in love with her, not not for evil spy things. Which, Ca- you know... Counterpoint, obviously, counterpoint, we don't know where spy family is going to go. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. Which, my, you know, obviously, you know, Lloyd is like, Oh, my, they, these, you know, Anya's just my daughter for the mission, and yours just my, you know, wife for the mission. But you know they're all going to, like... Like the like him and you're gonna fall in love and like by the end of the series they're gonna be a happy like family together. Like that's very clearly where it's going. Yes. Uh the, the, and I don't think the anime tries to hide that. Um which is good. Which is good. Because it's not the intentional deception of, oh well they're you know, it's just for the mission, you know, like we'll play it on. Like, no, they're definitely 
gonna be a family when the spy when the spy X part is over. They will still be a family. Yeah. So that's all I have to say about Spy Family. It's really good. Also, to all you people on Twitter, which I wasn't gonna bring this up because we're a PG podcast, but to all you people on Twitter, all I'm gonna say: leave Anya alone. She yeah. is just trying to be her best telepath six-year-old girl self. So you need to leave her alone. Yeah. And let her be Anya. Okay? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yep. All right. With that being said, I'm done here. Same. Uh, a little bit longer episode than normal, but that's okay. Because uh, we had we had good conversations. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. Good talk. Mm-hmm. Good talk. So, uh, yeah, Colin, do you have any closing, anything you want to say before I outro us, um, get us out of here? Um, watch uh, Gundam Witch for Mercury, from Mercury, when it comes out. That's it. That's the, that's, all right, that's the soapbox he's going to stand on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening today. If you want to stay up, up, jeez. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at The Nerdiest Podcast. If you have feedback or a question you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website or by checking the description of the Spotify episode. There will either be a question or a poll there. And honestly, if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen. It really means the world to us because it helps the podcast get out there and more people see the show and more people enjoy the show. But... You can also share the podcast via word of mouth because that is truly the best way for us to grow. So again, thank you for listening to the show, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace out. Uh.